Hello everyone, it is DM Seth here, and I'm just going to be doing the mid-roll right at the beginning so that you can listen to the rest of the episode and the rest of Season 2 without me cutting in. Um, so let me get right into it. Uh, first off, thank you to our Legend Tier Patreon, Randy. Randy, you the man. And I hope you've enjoyed all of Season 2 so far, especially that uh, that Norman uh, Norman coming back in the last one. Um that was hype as hell, and uh, but not as hype as you, Randy, and how hyped you make us by being the coolest uh, legend to your Patreon. Uh, you, you are incredible. And thank you to all our Patreons and everyone who has supported us with Season 2, because Season 2, I feel like the show grew so much. We got better at editing, better at, you know, uh, I got better at DMing, the guys got better at playing. I, felt, I, I feel like we just got better. And it's been a wild journey, and it's not over yet. We still got more more campaign to go, but uh, I think this this whole season two, episode one to episode now thirty, has been a pretty a pretty good package, uh, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Also, uh, if you want to support the show, besides the Patreon ways, uh, of course, is just sharing our stuff on on Twitter and Facebook, and also telling your friends and. And uh, reviewing us on iTunes or Podchaser, um, those always help, as I always say. Uh, but after Season 2 is wrapped, and we're going on a little bit of a break, not yet though, because the 18th, a week, well less than a week now, we are releasing our Season 2 musical, uh, which will take place canonically right after Season 2. Um, so I guess it's Season 2.5. Um, but keep an eye out for the musical coming very soon. Six days. I gotta get editing. I, uh, I've already done some, but it's a lot. Oh, I gotta, I gotta go hide in a hole or something. Uh, but look out for that. And then the two year celebration of our show will be uh, the following week. And then we're gonna go back to our bi weekly schedule, and we'll do a little bit of an interlude in between seasons while I prep, and uh, we all take a, a much needed break. So yeah. Anyways. Enjoy the rest of season two, and thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for listening. Take care. And... We are back. And not only are we back, but yes, Norman D is back. You, <laughs> you come crashing down. You, Zippy, you are underneath Norman's arm and like close to his black skin. You can feel the heat radiating off, radiating off his body as you fly through the air. And you can see the amphitheater below you. And you can see, like, people are just, like, running around crazed into the jungle and even um, just, like, throwing fruit stands and stuff like before. And you look behind at the beach and you can just see the hand raising from the beach where it's struck and positioning itself up, shining uh, its palm light from its eye slit in its hand. And the light just comes like a lighthouse beam focusing up and highlighting you guys in the air. But you keep flying and come crashing down. You land on the deck 
of the sparrow, real close to the crater that uh, Karen left on it earlier as well. It's a new <laughs> one now. Good job, Norman. Um, but you notice just as you land, Darian is here on the ship. All the crew is here. Uh, you can hear the horses actually neighing below in, in their little stables on board because they're freaking out because you hear and look over the edge and see there are some blue flower people starting to tear away and claw at the boards near where the bottom like the hull of the ship is Norman actually also once you've landed the black skin around you turns to ash off your body and flows off you and the blue teal tattoos have returned and your golden skin and you look back like your normal Norman self. Norman, is this really you? I feel like I may not have not woke up, up from one of my dreams. Um. Wow. Um. I don't even know. I'm still holding Zippy, right, DM? Yes. I'm gonna say. It's good to be back. And I'm gonna put Zippy down. I'm going to walk to the edge of the ship. While I do, I'm going to look at Darian and make eye contact with him. What do I see? Uh, Darian is looking pretty rattled um, by everything that's just happened. And uh, after you make eye contact, um, Darian pipes up and says, Norman, how, how did you come back? How are you here? And I'm going to I'm going to say we can sort that out later. We need to leave now. And I'm going to cast calm emotions on the people tearing up the ship. Okay, cast it. Ooh. I have to roll some wisdom saves, I believe. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a charisma saving throw. My mistake. It's okay. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh DC 17. Damn, okay. Well, I just rolled for all of them. They fail. And you can see as they're just clawing away, they go... And they, they like, seem limp. Then you see some thorns come out of their flowers and, like, wrap around their arms. And even though their head is kind of, like, bobbing and, like, sleepy a little, their arms are still tearing away. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, well, that didn't work. We should probably get out of here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone please answer if I'm in a dream or not? This is crazy. Uh, I can assure you, this is no dream. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, start grabbing some sail ropes, and start doing whatever it is that the, needs to happen on the boat to make it go. But I'm gonna, mm-hmm. while I'm running, I'm gonna stoop down in front of Zippy. I'm going to put my head on his shoulder. I'm going to say, this is no dream, Zippy. I'm back. It's good to see you. Now we need you to fly this thing out of here. I hug him. Aww. That's so nice. I missed you so much. Does he hug me back? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone wants to know. (laughs) Wow. Um, whoa. Um... Yeah, yeah. He he smiles and he 
still holding the rope, he hugs him back and he says, um, wow, um, your fur is just as soft as I remember, Zip. Um, I separate from him, wipe my, away my tears, and then just book it to the, uh, to the captain's, uh, captain's room, the, the helm room. Okay. Isn't <laughs> it just called the helm? <laughs> the helm room. <laughs> Rest in peace and pieces. You make your way there, Zippy, and you run in, and Yogurt's in there, and he's like, oh, Zippy, let, let's go get, get behind the wheel! Uh, I got it, um... Yogurt, you go help uh, Norman. He's he's on the ship. He's out there yeah, raising okay. the sails. Will do. And Yogurt runs out. James on the deck, also there. He yells out at you, Norman, and Darian says, Boys, you might want to make sure they don't damage the balloons, because the hull can break, but if the balloons do, we don't want another, you know, one of these air elementals getting out. Shoot, uh, yeah. Well, I would, but I, I can't seem to find my black bow. Man, I loved that thing so much. I wonder where it is. <laughs> I was literally about to give it to you, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, Darian goes, yeah, Norman, here, Um, I uh, happen to borrow this. Here you go. And he tosses him the bow. Do I do I catch it like a boss? Oh, yeah, you catch it. No roll number. Yes! <laughs> okay. You both look over the edge and those people that were down there they're starting to like climb and they're moving up to the balloons what do you want to do I'm gonna take out my special fan and cast a gust of wind with it to try and blow them off the hall alright and what are you gonna do Norman first I'm gonna sing uh I'm gonna just repeat um come listen to the tale I know raised in the defires of the I'm singing my song to give Darian a bardic inspiration. So that's a plus eight now, Connor. Ooh. And then uh, I'm just going to start shooting. I'm going to, like, shoot people climbing, and then I'm also going to do vicious mockery, like, in between shots kind of thing, thematically. Oh, jeez. Okay. Roll the hit for those. Just okay. roll the hit. And, Darian, I'm going to roll the saves for that. Okay. Okay. So for the shot, um, that's a 13 plus... Plus two. Wow, I'm not used to this character. Uh, so <laughs> fourteen, and then vicious mockery is a is a save. Uh, again, DC seventeen. Um, Wait, aren't you proficient with the bow? Wisdom save. No, with only with a crossbow. Oh, woof. Sorry. So okay, so this is what happens. People are climbing. There's about, like, eight people here, so not too many, but they're climbing and starting to climb. Darian, you cast with the wind fan just a gust of wind, and it's blowing them off to just fall out and land on the ground, uh, loosened from the hull. Uh, Normandy, you start shooting arrows down, and you hit two of them as well, and Vicious Mockery laced on the bows as a backup, so once they're hit, their just minds are boggled, and actually, you know, the, the Vicious Mockery does pretty good damage and just makes them fall off on their backs and also I think the two of you notice that maybe you can work together a little bit and I want you both just to roll uh, a straight d20 Okay, that's a natural 20 boom hopefully that's because of the bardic inspiration (laughs) (laughs) and what'd you get Norman? 14 alright natural you you realize you're like wait we're a team. And you look at each other, 
And Norman, you shoot an arrow. Like, some are getting underneath the balloon, which is a tough shot. So you shoot an arrow. Uh, Darian, you face-step up and blow it down so it curves the arrow midair and hits the rest of the people. Hitting all the rest of the people with your combo, gust of wind, bow and arrow moves, and the rest fall off. Uh, DM, can I cut in for a sec? Oh, yep. Uh, I... I see uh, the cool team move they just did outside, and I kind of want to have one my own. Okay. <laughs> uh, is 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 anyone of like ear reach to me? Is James in my cabin, or is Yogurt still on his way out, or something like that? The doors to the the helm room are open, so people on the deck can hear you. Who who would be the one I would try to get the attention to? Like probably Yogurt or James. Okay. Uh, James, James, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, get Peterson! I want to do a cool move like him, too! Um, Darian wow. hasn't... Why do I have to be the one to do this? This is about my pay grade, James. <laughs> Why'd you leave the mansion, James? Why'd they destroy the mansion, James? I'm sorry. Zippy. Peterson is dead. Uh, what? I'm sorry you have to hear it from me, but he died. Zippy, uh, uh, um, if I could I, ask you to start the engines and grieve later. Um, Zippy visibly, like, starts to get, like, the little water pools you get under your eyes, and then his nose gets a little, uh, red, and then, um, he then gets a little angry, and then walks back to the, uh, to the wheel, not only because he can't do a team move, but he felt like he never, (laughs) (laughs) he felt like he was just getting to know Peterson and everything and this is just running through his mind there's too much going on that he just goes back to the wheel you go back and you grip the wheel and you see Darian and Norman are clearing up all the people down there off the hall and all that lays before you are the various levers to jet set this airship off the ground um, I punch it. You grab it, and ka-chink! The balloons start inflating, uh, and you can feel bursts of velocity out the back, and you can feel you pull back just for an immediate takeoff, because, there's, you know, this isn't like a landing strip. You're in the middle of the jungle. And it, you go up, and you're flying in the air. You're taking off, and Normandy and Darian, you see that all the rest of the people that were climbing or trying to break into the hall fall off. And you guys are ascending. But Darian and Norman, roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, that's 24. What the heck? 10 plus 4. 14 again. Okay. Darian, you notice first that... All of a sudden, as you lift it off the ground, you know, you it's its nighttime now. The sun is completely set. 
and you're in the air and you're ascending and ascending and you notice you know it's dark but then you quickly notice a yellow light beam engulfs and just drains over the airship and you look out to the ocean and see this large hand and the slit in it is dimming and the light is coming smaller it's becoming more focused right on the airship and you can sense something bad's gonna come do we all see this DM? now you all see it but Darian's the first one too okay oh shit Zippy we gotta move um do I know where the things are to boost the uh air elementals speed you mean like when you put your hands on the balloons well, yeah, like you, like no, the the one guy I'd mentioned he gave us like those vials to like go in to speed them up. Do we still have those? I thought Zippy threw it out the window. Oh shoot, he did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we don't need these. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Um, I might be remembering that wrong, but I'm pretty. No, you're sure right. That's what you're right. I remember now. Shoot. Uh, okay, yeah. Then Darian just turns and says, uh, "Zippy, we gotta move now." Uh, I start frantically looking around, like not knowing which what he's talking about, and like, um, do do I see anything, uh, Seth? Because uh, I don't know. Turn left, turn right, go up, go down. Yeah, you look out the window, and you can see that what he is referring to is this light that is becoming more and more focused. Uh, when he's done, I have a thing I want to do to him. I also want to do something after too. So. <laughs> Well, I also I, w- I actually want to do two things. No, mine's better than I have Adam's. five things that I want to do okay. actually. DM. <laughs> it's on the right side of the ship, so you're you're flying, and it's like the whole right side of the ship is the one that's being focused on. Right, and how high are we in the sky right now? Uh, you've already made it about like two hundred feet up. Oh, okay. Um, we're you're getting close to the then. clouds. Uh, I'm gonna crank it even harder, pull down on the rod, and then, um... Uh, go... Just try to pivot up, I guess. Pivot up. Okay. And, Norman, you said you wanted to do something? Yeah, I want to cast Darkness, um, a level 2 tiefling spell that I have, and I, I have a range of 60 feet... So a magical darkness spreads from a point you choose within range to fill a 15-foot cube radius sphere for the duration. The darkness spreads around corners. A creature with dark vision cannot see through this darkness, and non-magical light cannot illuminate it. If you point, if the point you choose is an object you are holding or one that is being worn or carried, the darkness emanates from the object and moves with it, completely covering the source of the darkness with an opaque object, hides the darkness. But basically what I want to do is create an enormous sunspot 60 feet out hopefully because the way perception works things are smaller in the distance and this thing is 60 feet closer to this thing that's shooting us mm-hmm. it obscures us from view does that make sense i yeah that totally makes sense okay so you're about to cast this darkness spell and darian you said you wanted to do something i just as another measure uh will run to the side of the ship that the hand is shining on and I'm going to use my cloak and activate the bubble to try and protect the side of the ship for from whatever may come. Okay. You try to spread it out as much as you can. It still does form like 
a literal bubble. It always is like an enclosed circle. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like holding it over the edge as much as you can, trying to block wherever the light beam is starting to focus on. So you're all trying to mitigate whatever is coming, and you're moving up and up and higher in altitude. Very similar to the last time, like or sorry, the first time you guys flew the ship and, and went up in altitude. I want you all teamwork-wise uh, to roll a d20, and we'll combine it all together. Okay. okay. And is this like a dexterity, or are we adding anything to this? <laughs> uh, we'll just add proficiency. Just add your proficiency, but no, no other. Okay. That's another natural twenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I got a 10 plus 4. Okay. 15 plus 4 for me, 19. I guess mine would be 24 total with the natural 20. Okay, no one cares. I want my third 20. I want to be like Jacob when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys are cooling up, you're getting close to the clouds. You can see you're you're starting to move up, and and James and Yogurt run into... um, the cabin room so that they don't like slide off because you're pivoting hard up zippy you uh actually even pepper flies out from underneath like the below cabin flies out to see what's going on and is scared and flies back in what's he say what's he say they just came out and they're like and they're like hey i'm pepper (laughs) and i'm here and then they're like oh bad timing okay bye has has she always spoken draconic (laughs) but you're moving up up and up. Darian, you are starting to slide, but you grab onto the railing and you're holding the bubble shield out as much as you can while holding onto the railing and, and staying as you're moving more and more vertically. Uh, Norman, you also are holding onto the railing. You're closer to the front end of the ship, but you're ready to cast darkness as it's starting to zoom in. And you're heading towards the clouds and the clouds, and you see the light is focusing and it feels like it's getting hotter and hotter and just before it bursts Norman you cast darkness out and you can see this like laser beam shoots out from the hand and goes right into the darkness and it diffuses it a little bit so it weakens this massive laser beam and it becomes a more finer one and a smaller one and Darian you with dexterity you like wrap around and slide down the railing a bit to make sure you're in the perfect position and you hold out the bubble cloak and it just so instead of piercing right through the balloon and the hull of the ship you just are blocking it with your bubble cloak you're moving up and up and the beam is still on and you guys are holding strong and then it dissipates the beam disappears and you guys go through the clouds and it is a very cloudy night. And you make your way through. And you come just out. And are you going to level the ship just as you're past the cloud, Zippy? Uh, yeah, but keep the speed up just to get away as quick as possible. I'm going to keep it level for the sake of everyone in the crew. For sure. So you make it out and level. And the clouds kind of like wisp off the deck. And you feel a little soaked because, you know, cloud. But (laughs) you retract your bubble cloak and the bubble disappears and turns back into, you know, the regular cloak. And you can no longer see any yellow light shining. 
you can no longer see the ground beneath you. You can just see the sea of clouds and the moon shining bright in the night sky. Um, I, uh, since the ship is leveled out and everything, I, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, walk out to the cabin and, uh, see how everyone's doing, or rather walk it onto the deck. Uh, Darian climbs back kind of from the, the side where you had the bubble shield, um, kind of goes back onto the deck and, um, makes his way back to the group as well, but does not look very excited. I unstring my bow pat it lovingly because it's mine and <laughs> just kidding and i i put it on my back and i too walk back to see everyone and as you put that bow away you notice norman that your right arm is just searing with pain because it was mangled a long time ago when you went into demon mode the first time when when that was all happening in the mansion, you exploded Darien. Your arm just got shredded from that attack. So it's still kind of just like limp at your body and the nerves and everything in it is just kind of destroyed. And it's extremely hard to move. It probably was only moving because of the adrenaline flowing through your body. Zippy. Darien. It's good to see you again. Norman, what what happened? How... How are you still alive? And and how'd you... You saved me. You flew and everything. What, what happened? There's a lot to explain. Now might not be the best time. And I'm going to just look at my hand. And just kind of look at the tattoos that I have. Are they still teal, DM? Yep. Except for the, the white uh, mirror blood one. Um, and then I say, I, Darian, what? I, I've heard about Peterson. What, what happened? I'm sorry. This I feel like this is my fault because I was the one who said to go to the conference. Peterson, who's that? Yeah. I'm looking around. He was another companion of ours who um was helping us out while you were gone. Um. I thought you managed to save him. You you. That's why you left, right? Zippy, I, uh, I need to apologize to you for a couple things. And, uh, first I, I hold out the mask with the, with the blood on it. <gasps> I, uh... Ooh, cool toy. What is that? God. <laughs> this is, uh, Peterson's mask. Zippy, when I, uh... I went back to try and find Peterson, and unfortunately, um, he was killed. I found him in a in a pool of blood with an arrow in him, and uh, I was too late. I couldn't save him. No, he was going to join us till the end. I always knew it. He said he was going to leave at the library, but then he stayed because he he was he. he he was gonna stay with us. Yeah, but um, Zippy, I need to apologize to you for something else. For what? Zippy, when we were on the beach, 
and I retreated. I... I did leave with the intention of getting Peterson's help to try and get you out of there. But I'm gonna be honest, when I found Peterson the way he was, I panicked and got scared and I was going to leave you. And it was only because I bumped into Norman um, that uh, that we're all here and Norman I'm eternally grateful for you being able to do what I could not and I understand if um, you don't want to be a team anymore because I was going to leave and I'm so sorry after everything that happened in Man of Snow I uh I used to feel invincible before all that and after seeing Peterson I never felt so vulnerable and I could not do it I walk over to him. I'm sorry. I write up to him. And I punch him as hard as I can in the knee. <laughs> wow. That's why we're a team. But, we can't do things alone. But I... And yeah, maybe... We're not always going to have to make the easy choices and we'll have to make the hard choices. We, I made the choice to stay on the ship when Norman died and that doesn't make absolve me of any sins either oh yeah you weren't there <laughs> I, I wonder how things would have played out no, I, <laughs> I mean like, we did have James that could have flown the ship or we did have yogurt I mean hmm. anyways I'm interrupting go on this is a moment but we're a team and now that Norman's here we don't leave anyone behind. You're right. Because we're all weak when we're alone. I was too. I couldn't do anything on the beach. But. And we're going to make mistakes. You definitely made one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I did. Norman D. chuckles. But. We need to press on for the sake of our entire team, too. And whether dead or alive, Peterson is still with us in spirit. And I don't know what else to say because I can't just think about the fact that I'm still alive and so many of our friends have died along the way. We can at least have Norman back. And I'll just... At least we have that. And I walk away to the where I was standing before and turn back around. Zippy. I hope I did some damage because I've been <laughs> practicing boxing a bit. <laughs> let me uh, let me roll real quick. And what's like your strength? Uh, minus one. 
minus one? Yeah, I have eight strength. Okay, well, I'm going to just, just to keep it quick, uh, you only did four damage. Darian's unconscious. <laughs> I'm kidding. Could you imagine, though? I'm actually nine points away from being unconscious, just as a note. He did punch you right in the blue flower bud, though, on your knee. Oh, dang, that hurt. That stings. <laughs> <laughs> Zippy, I... Thank you. Uh, that means a lot, and you're you're right. From now on, no one else gets left behind. And Norman, holy, holy crap! You're you're here. It still doesn't feel real. I know it's, but you're actually here. I'm gonna walk up to Darian, and I'm gonna. I'm going to take my black bow and I'm going to hold it out to him and say, it's as real as it gets, friend. Uh, And I'm going to say, you've always been a better shot than me. I shouldn't try to take that away from you. You'll be better off with this. (laughs) Normally you're just putting me more in debt to you. I kind of like it that way. <laughs> and I chuckle. Ha ha ha. But like, <laughs> deep down, I can, I do like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you. And... You failed my test. You were supposed to give it back to me. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Darian. It's yours. But seriously, you failed the test. Honestly, I think meeting you two with... As crazy as this has been, has probably been one of the best things that's ever happened to me. You really mean that? As crazy as it sounds, I do. I really do. Yeah, same. But what happened down there, Darian? Everyone went crazy, and and Lou, he he betrayed me and everyone. He did. Yes, I'm afraid I'm going to need a uh, bit of a recap on some of the finer details. Uh, some of the things, you know, come in, uh, but I was in a bit of an unconscious state. And so, you know, if you guys want to kind of recap, then we can kind of montage over that if you'd like. But I would... I just don't know how much I really know. And we fill him in, uh, in up to right now. But <laughs> <laughs> we have, like, little cut-ins. It's like, and the snow monster turned into a penguin! And then, <laughs> and then we threw him in a snow pile and left him. <laughs> and then cut. And the switch was on his armpit. <laughs> and then my dad died. Like, I mean. <laughs> and there were giant eagles and a giant train. Yeah. <laughs> we literally left a, ta- a small town. <laughs> we, tr- we like, quadrupled it po- its population. <laughs> and we murdered, like, this purple fur guy who didn't do anything wrong. We've been framed for robbery, for <laughs> part of a grand treasure. <laughs> And that's how I got this bruise on my toe. <laughs> Pretty wild and don't stuff. Don't forget huh? about this bucket of pink slime. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he there for that? No, that's no. Peterson's first episode. All right. Wow, rip. Um, and you're filled in. Okay. But Zippy, down there, what happened is um, Lou has the same power that Karen did with the flowers and to and give them to other people. That's what the bullet is. He somehow manufactured those spores into into that pill, and he wants to distribute it 
around and everyone in the amphitheater just kept shoving it in their noses and they all became infected and he's kind of like Karen did to us. He started screaming and communicating into their minds to, well, the time was to hunt me, but he now has access to all of their life force and power for himself. And as, as far as that hand goes, I have no idea what whatever the heck that hand was. DM, do we do we recognize do I recognize what that is to any degree? Uh you I I voiding over a history check, no, none of you would have had any idea what that was. Okay. You might assume it could be a beast of creation, but you have no way of knowing. Sounds like we have no way of knowing what that thing was. But more <laughs> pragmatically, uh, it sounds like this Karen individual deceased if he is he alive? Is he dead? Does he still have power over you, Darian? How could we know? Yeah. Um, here, yeah. The, the flower on my leg has has fully bloomed, and somehow this ring, at least temporarily, stopped it from fully consuming me. But we're gonna need to find a way to stop it, and I think I know where a method of that is. And I'm not sure we're all gonna like it. I'm still trying to get over the fact that I worked for a maniacal, evil, evil man who was just using the spirit and kindness of others to drag them along for nefarious purposes, most likely to take over the world. And, and... The nature of corporations. It's tragic. It's... Sometimes they have more rights than humans these days. I mean, am I... If this guy gets taken to... To court, am I li- Am I like gonna go to jail? <laughs> we could always plead insanity. You know that's always worked well for me. You didn't consent well, to the marketing. You're you're good. But and also in my defense, I did tell you this was a pyramid scheme a while ago. Um, but like, yeah, that's fine. It was. And to be not. fair, we're largely familiar with Canadian law. It's really hard to know what the American, you know, wider <laughs> audience base is familiar with. You know, freedom of speech. That's actually an American concept. Doesn't really exist in Canada per se. It's tricky. He didn't, yeah, well, he didn't even care how well I did for his company or promoted it everywhere I went. I mean, you guys remember me talking about it all the time. I mean, it didn't make much sales, but I was a great post, like, spokesman for it. Well, uh, I mean, it's not like he really cared. It seemed like all he cared about was when the Baroque Aspire thing we did with, with the whole Grand Treasure thing. That's all he really cared about. Oh. I mean, he didn't really even know we had this. And I hold up the piano key. You hold it up? Yeah. Um. Huh, okay, DMI, or I guess I stiffen at that. But I'm going to try to hide it. I'm going to say, um, oh, right, I, I forgot about this whole thing. Can I see it, Zip? No problem. I don't blame you. Sometimes I feel like... Our listeners forget about the piano key, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take it, and I'm just going to... You know, this is a this is a C note. You can tell by the indentation. It's, it's funny, you think I would have remembered that. I mean, does that mean anything? Yeah, I'm going to look up at Zippy and Darren. I'm going to say, I used to have another piano key. That was an A. 
Like you... And I know where it is right now. Like you... Yourself, Norman, had... A piano key before? <laughs> yeah, why no. haven't you mentioned that before? You just... You, you were with us when we got the piano key. This is the first time I'm hearing this. DM, am I... This... This thing, the the black skin that I had, this, like, obsidian black skin. Um, mm-hmm. Can I conjure any of that at will to my to myself, or does that, do I have to activate the whole thing to... No, you can, you can do a little bit, um, but only, like, a very small, because you don't have mastery over that power. Okay. I mean, is it enough? I mean, we can cut this out, too, if you don't, if you don't want it. Um, can I turn my hand and face into that black obsidian black um i would say yes yes you can okay i'm gonna say my memory is foggy on it but no not me exactly but this version of me and i'm gonna my hand and face are gonna go obsidian black oh don't 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 hurt me again (laughs) I, i i got you pretty good there um I meant to say sorry for that, Darian. Um, that was a good elemental absorption, by the way. Um, no, um, it's a long story, but I, you know, it's funny. I'm going to hand the key back to Zippy. I'm going to say, it turns out I really was the Lord of the Deep. What? Wait, you're Royce? You live underground? You're from the... The like the you're the, like the I don't know what to call you. Could I call you like the devil? What? What? You're the. Does that mean you have a queen? Yeah. Are you married? Uh, no. You know, women just line up on the cutting floor for me. Uh, just kidding. Um, but no, seriously, like you're. Are, are you really Royce? Have we been? I'm going to drop the bla- the obsidian uh, visage just to be myself again. I'm going to say. A piece of him remains in me. How is that? How is that? How you're alive now? Because you haven't, you still haven't exactly um, clarified that. And I'm gonna rub my temple. I'm gonna say it's a little jumbled in there, but I was made as. How do I explain this succinctly? It's um, as a bit of a hollow shell. For Royce, should he ever be dethroned, but the gods that made me, they accidentally made me, and it wasn't so hollow at all, and uh, before I even knew what I was, who I was, there was a battle of wills, and I'm going to look down at my hand again, my yellow, or my tan hand. Fortunately for me, I maintain a little bit of who I am, and Royce is a passenger on the ship. Yikes. And I thought carrots were complicated. So are you like a... (laughs) (laughs) So are you like a homunculus? Like an artificial thing? Like, Like you were... You said you were a shell... Like, well, we've got to attain a little bit of mystery for the listeners, Darian. He's um, Norman. That's all that matters. You know what, Zip, actually? 
I agree with you. You're not going to just burst out and start attacking us again, right? I... Uh, <laughs> Why are you hesitating? I don't like the hesitation, Norman. No, 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 yeah, no, I I don't know how to, like, DM, do I need, like, a deception check on that? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, yeah. No, 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 I, no I'll say, um, uh, of course not, we're a team. More importantly. Insight check? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You said a lot of us. <laughs> like, uh, if you two want to roll insights and uh, Normandy, you roll deception. No, I won't wear it. Zippy's not. That hesitation okay. kind of threw Darian a little bit. Uh, you guys ready for these level 10 bard stats? Two, not great, plus 13. 15. Ooh, well, Ooh. I'm... Gonna use that bardic inspiration. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, and insight. That's uh six plus five plus three, so that's fourteen. So Normandy wins. Frick me! Come on. Okay, I smile charmingly and I say, "Of course not. You guys are my team." Okay, Yay! great. <laughs> Um, I, I run over across the deck there and, uh, pick up a bucket and then, um, bring it over. And then I just like, so as the word of the deep, can can you tell me how deep this bucket is? Like, I I don't know. Uh, like, is it a regular bucket? Yeah. Like, yeah, like a regular bucket. (laughs) Well, it's probably a standard 32 ounce, two quart. My goodness. I, um... I don't want to dampen the mood a little bit, but we kind of brought this up before. Um, I kind of need to deal with this thing on my leg, and I know where an item to suppress it is. is. It's uh, Gilbert's grave. We buried him with one. Remember, he had the blue flower on his leg as he went down, and he had the bracelet that was suppressing it. And I think I need to go get it. Feels just like yesterday. He was alive. (sighs) Oh. And uh, I think maybe that's a good place to uh, lay our... Cutscene? Friend here. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Maybe that's a good place to lay our other friend to rest. And I hold up the mask again. Yeah, the thing gives me the creeps. All those eyeballs on it. Oh my gosh. Ruthless. I, I, I say to James, I say to James quietly, if he's too close to me. You're not telling me, buddy. <laughs> so how was he? Was he like a nice guy? Or uh, what? You, he was a goblin? Obsessed with height. Honestly. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> I'm on board for that, Darian. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start steering the ship towards our, our good friend Gilbert. All right. Thanks. And we're going to kind of fast travel there. But just so you know, uh, when you're going, it would take like about a day to get there. So when you do all sleep, (laughs) when you do all sleep, um, even Darian, if you do choose to sleep, but uh, just for, you know, covering bases sake, when you do fall asleep, you are not no longer in the white space. You are in the black space 
and actually you can see the dream tree uh, that I described described before. In Normandy, when you sleep, you end up here as well, um, in this like black sea where you're all just standing on top of the waves, and you can see the tree in the distance. Um, but when you do that, uh, you have not seen the black ball, and uh, yeah, you, when when you go there, you don't see the black ball. You're just on the sea, and sometimes Paige is there. Okay, but fast travel. We are at the mansion, specifically the lone tree out back where Gilbert was buried. And the three of you are standing around the grave. Um, does anybody here have like a shape earth? Or we gotta take this one out? I wonder if that Peterson fellow did. He totally did. Hmm. Okay. Um... You guys want to help me dig? Oh, I'm still... Can't believe I just came out of like a two-week-long coma. I don't know if I can do it. Okay, we get it. All right, I'll start digging. You guys dig. Specifically, Darian digs. (laughs) Man, after all this death and I'm like digging up corpses, like, (laughs) this is is really hurting Darian's mind. It's going to be your character arc, man. Gosh. Until you find... You know, the little wooden box. And you cover the dirt off. And the box lays before you. I uh, tie a piece of cloth around my face. And I open it. The box is empty. Ah! Come on! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> but, like, could you imagine? It would be oh, like, oh, Seth, what the hell? Like, all you're throwing another wrench in here. Freaking everything doesn't make sense. There's always a... No, his body's in there. He's dead. I'm not... Uh, yeah, he's dead. He's There's a dead Gilbert body in there. Gross. An old man. You can see the skin is starting to decay because it has been a while. Um, and there is the smell. But you do notice around his leg... Like where where you put it on before, there is this uh, like steel kind of outlooking metal uh, ring around his like calf. Darian looks at the dead Gilbert body and it says, "Hey, um, I'm really sorry about this." And I uh, slide it off his leg. You slide it off. And you can see there is, like, you know, the wilted flower bud there, the gray one. And as you slide it off, it's still gray. Mm. But you slide it off. And you notice, actually, while the outside is kind of this metallic metal, you notice on the inside of the ring, there is a little bit of decay and scraping away from whatever has been, you know, decaying. Um you notice a little scratch that you didn't notice before, which is specifically there is inside here some green kind of metal shining through. <gasps> green like my ring? Green like your ring. Oh, what? Star metal, baby. Star metal. Okay. I, uh, after taking it and kind of cleaning it off, I gently close it and, uh, kind of step to the side and. Again, make sure it's clean, and then uh, slide it on. You slide it on, and it's a bit of a tight fit. But you get it past your knee, and as soon as it washes over, 
you see your blue budded flower just goes and it kind of wilts and goes gray. Good thing that tattoo wasn't on your dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even understand that joke, Norman. <laughs> well, I mean, an ankle, you, I mean, never mind. So, putting a cock ring on, is that what we're talking about? Look, I was never it's really all the rage in the deep. Look, I am... Um, those were pretty common in the Feywild. <laughs> Anyways. It seems to be working. I'm, Let's, uh... I'm still just shocked you guys don't eat your dead bodies when they... <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Let's, um, let's start... Oh, the deepest of cuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just God, saying, the... if, if we put graves like this down for everyone in the Bramble Patch, there'd be more graves than houses. Than carrots. I... And carrots. Did you... <laughs> Look, did you mention that in like episode like three of season one? Or... Oh my goodness! How about we just start filling the hole back in before Zippy hold gets on. an appetite? Hold on, hold on. We have a. This is grim, but we have an opportunity to ask oh. Gilbert some questions. Do you know what you're going to ask? We can only ask five questions, and I want to prepare you. This won't be Gilbert's actual spirit. It's just, it will be a collection of his knowledges. And we can all see him, if I, I think. Um, and he can see all of us, but is there anything that we don't know that we wish to? I don't know. I think Karen kind of let us in on most of it. We could ask why he chose to suppress the flower himself and why his relationship with Karen ended and but I uh, beyond that I don't know if he would know much else to help us right now and he doesn't know anything else or I mean do we suspect that he knows anything else about the piano keys or any other grand treasure clues that he hasn't he had reason not to tell us before that he might tell us now he was pretty forthcoming when he was alive. I don't think he would have withheld anything like that. I don't know if he was. He was remarkably powerful. I tried to detect his thoughts once, and I rolled pretty high way back in season one, and he debuffed me like a like a soft lock on a game. I, I don't have any real need to zippy anything. Mm, no. Actually, um... Norman, he, this journal, I think our next destination after all this is, um, well, we can talk about this more later, but we were going to head to Leek's Garden to get this journal from the first Grand Treasure translated, and, uh, I don't actually think we know who we're supposed to talk to. Does anybody else know? I'll get to the bottom of it. And I DM, I cast, speak with Ted. Norman, you get down on your knees near the box, reach out your hand to place on Gilbert's chest, and you close your eyes and enter in a trance. Zippy and Darian, you notice Gilbert's eyes open and his mouth moves. But for Normandy, you see yourself on the little fishing boat in the Silver Lake that you are quite familiar with. But there is no Royce around, if you're wondering. But just... You and Gilbert on the other end. You have five questions. What would you like to ask? Gilbert, I'm not honestly sure how much of this is going to get through to the real you, but I do want you to know, and I'll burn a question to, to do this. I do want you to know your children are healthy and safe and warm and fed. 
My children are dead. What are their names? I had one. His name was Neville. What happened to them? He was consumed by a curse. So I've burned two questions. Okay. What kind of curse was it? A blue flower. I sh- From another world. Okay. Norman shakes his head. So I have three questions left. I think. I think I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you three. Okay. I'll say the first two were like conjoined. Okay. I'm going to say... If Karen is still alive, should we trust him? Do not trust that fool. He uses people until he's done with them. He destroys them for his own sick, twisted game to find a friend long lost. At least that's what he thinks. Oh, my curiosity. Okay. I'm going to create a minor illusion of the journal that we found. Can I do that in here? Yep. Lord of the Deeds. You can kind of, like, describe it and it appears. Okay. What was the name of the friend you said could translate this in Leek's Garden? Their name is Randy Domino. (laughs) Yes! They are dragonborn. They were the bard for the team that found the first grand treasure. He's still alive and he's still around. And DM, do did in the recap that the guys gave me, do we do I know about the story about the of the hat? Uh I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Uh and my last question, I'm gonna say Is there anything you want us to do more for your children? Sorry, for your grandchildren. I have no grandchildren. No. Nanny? (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, That's my last question, DM. And it fades away. No! And you're back too. What? I what? <laughs> I slam the coffin closed and curse. He hated my tomato soup. <laughs> the <laughs> the damn good liar. You used one of your questions on the tomato soup? No, I'm just kidding. I could tell back then though. He didn't Wait, like they're not his grandchildren. I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna rub my forehead. In frustration, I'm going to say, okay, let's recap what we know. The friend is Randy Domino that we need to go to. He's the bod for the team who found the first grand treasure, of whom we know at least one is dead uh, in the bottom of that second grand treasure. Um, His son was named Neville, and his grandkids are not Paige and Marley, even though he, his dying wish when I saw him in the deep was that I look after them. But they're not his grandkids. Oh, and he also 
says we should never trust Karen again. Right. He says he's a fool who's who uses people with no ex- care for their for their safety in the foolish pursuits of a friend long lost. You spoke to him in the deep. Oh, yes, I I saw his body, uh, his soul, passing on through. Hmm. Well, I'm glad we were at least able to uphold that wish. But that's strange that he... I don't know. Then whose kids are they? I knew she was a rat. <laughs> um, speaking of them, by the way, I... While we're near Orem, I need to stop in and speak to my uncle, if that's all right. Ooh, Jezebel. Mm. That's my aunt and Jezzy. You elves live forever. You know, familiar relations shouldn't stress her too much. Put in a good word for me, Darius. Gross, you are not being... Nope, nope. A big tall glass of nope on that one. Um, Never change, Norman. Okay, look, let's... Where to live by? Um... Let's, uh, um, okay. Let's, look, let's bury Gilbert's body. Let's say our peace with Peterson, and let's head into town quick. We need to, if it's alright with you guys, I think the next place we should head is Leek's Garden to finally find out what's in that journal. We'll say what you guys want to say for, for Peterson. And I'm gonna I'm actually gonna back up ten feet to give them their space. Yeah, so we um well I guess we bury Gilbert quickly. <laughs> pat pat pat. Um Yeah. And then we go and kind of beside Gilbert, I want to take the mask and maybe another uh, stick from the from the big tree and kind of like wedge it in the ground, almost like making a tombstone uh with um Peterson's mask, um kind of in an empty grave. Uh, and then kind of step back with Zippy and say, um, you know, Peterson, when all of this uh, started, I really, really didn't think you'd be with us for that long. And uh, I guess as far as time goes, you weren't. But we went through some pretty major things together, and I'm sorry we couldn't help you reach your goal. I'm sorry we, we couldn't restore your tribe. And I am truly, truly sorry that that is the case. And you will be sorely missed. Thank you. Dear Peterson, I'm sorry you got wrapped up in all my shenanigans. You were so brave on the train going around during that crazy fight where you got left behind and you just said to keep on going. I don't know if I could have made that decision. I hope to see you again one day. Maybe in the next life. Whatever that looks like. And well, you were the best of us. And we always knew. Even Darian. And it fades away. And you guys leave. You go to the airship. You get your horses and just ride quickly into Orem to Jesse's bakery.
you guys ride up on your horses and you come to a halt in front. And as you're entering, some people recognize you and they're like, dude, Heroes Forum! Heroes Forum! Yeah! Yo! And uh, your statue's still in the center square. And your horses ride in. Long face copy hooves goes, Jupiter, here is your destination. <laughs> and T Leaf is like, Get off me! <laughs> and the uh, and Denmark goes, I did not like having this weight back on my back. Um, I got a detour to do quick, guys, uh, and I keep riding towards the the castle. Okay. Normandy and Darien, you dismount your horses and you see right in front of Jesse's bakery is a familiar face a familiar very soaking wet wetsuit child wearing <laughs> face Bradley! and they're just shivering outside the bakery being like come on come on oh hey guys what's up Bradley what are you doing here are you pestering Paige again I wouldn't call it pestering <laughs> I would call it strategic flirting well, you really are in either way Gallard won't let me in until I'm dry I just got out of a pyre pitch practice <laughs> nice uh, well it's good to see you little buddy um, I gotta step inside though yeah you too hey horses and they go what is he talking I can understand you what the hell hello I... hi hi how are you <laughs> I totally forgot he could talk to I love new friends Either way, uh, what are you guys doing here? Back in Orem? Just visiting. Have a couple errands to run. Yeah, I uh, just need to stop in and talk to Gallard for a few minutes. Actually, Darian, do you mind if I go run an errand as well? I'm going to try to do some damage control with the rumors spreading about us with the Baroga Spire. That's uh, not a bad idea, actually. Hopefully, hopefully that doesn't spread too much. And uh, maybe try and... I don't know. Never mind. I don't know what Zippy's doing. <laughs> Norman just like in town square, just staying at a pedestal. It's not <laughs> true. <laughs> no, no, I'm fake gonna cast. News. It's fake before, news. Before, before I walk away, I I wink and I cast a sky self and I make myself just look like a just just before you do that. Okay, just before you you walk away, two little girls notice you through the window and they come out and they're like, Norman. Norman, you're alive! Ah! And Paige and Marley come and hug your legs. <laughs> Paige, Marley, it's... I, I kneel down and give them a hug with each arm. It's it's so good to see you. It's, it feels like a long time. Are you well? I thought you were dead. And I thought last night when I was dreaming, that was just like, you know, a dream. I don't really know what's going on. My dreams are weird. No, I'm... I'm well. How are... I'm gonna wipe a tear. And, uh... I was like, how are you guys holding up? How is you guys eating lots of donuts or what? Marley starts doing sign language and Paige just goes, Marley says we're doing really well. We really like Jesse and Goward. That's that's good. That's really good. But you're not weaving already, are you? You just got back and you're just back from the dead, which I guess can happen. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not for your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me. <laughs> Is if he's not here, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I, have I cast a sky self I guess yet? When I say that oh, I'm okay. Paige, the wanderer of immortal lands, I guess I could be immortal. Probably not. Uh, DM, have I cast a sky self yet? You just cast it. Um, 
Okay, well, in lieu of not wanting to waste a spell, I'll say, I'll be back in a bit and we can visit soon. But I I, I really should go take care of this, otherwise this is going to probably haunt us forever. And I, I cast this... The, what I cast this guy self is just like a, a regular commoner, like tradesman, like a construction worker, I guess. I'm going to go to the bar and start uh, like spreading rumors like, they. I hear that it was... Um, and I'm going to s- describe whoever it actually was. I don't remember that stole from the Baroque Spire. Clyde? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to start describing Clyde. Say, they say it was this guy that was yeah, doing yeah. it. It wasn't the treasure hunters of home at all. Kind of thing. Okay, awesome. You're going to be going through town <laughs> trying to cover up your names and, and repair your image. Um, so you leave on Denmark to go do that. And as you're leaving, uh, Darian, you see opening the front door of the bakery is Jezzy, and they just go... Hi, Darian. I thought you'd be coming by. Come on in. Yeah. Norman hears her voice and has a pain in his heart and keeps it. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you, um, Aunt Jezzy. Sorry, still kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird. I feel like I should have punished you when I found you drunk in the streets or something. It should be much more of an aunt job, I guess. But anyways, come in. Maybe you're just like the, the cool, fun aunt, you know? Thanks. And you walk in. We're going to cut. Zippy, you are heading on your way to the castle. What would you like to do? Do you want to go up there? What? So I'm right in front of the... I get off uh, Cloppy Face Lock. <laughs> What's this Cloppy Face Lock? <laughs> That's the best... Hello, <laughs> the best image ever. <laughs> um... So I get off uh, Long Face Cloppy Hoos and um, I'm in front of the castle uh, stairway there, and it leads up to the big doors and the huge castle. And I start I start walking up slowly uh, the steps, just one, two, and then uh, going up. And I'm determined, and I'm looking at the front door, and then. I uh, sl- swing my pack around um, to my front, and I start ruffling through. And then three, four, keep going up the stairs, and then I'm at the top. I look around, and uh, behind me, it doesn't seem like it's too busy. Um, and I pull out from my pack the queen's sheets. <laughs> <laughs> No and way. I lay them down flat in front of the door. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at them. I, they've been with me through a lot of things, like the, <laughs> the, snow, the snow. This this is more sad than the Peterson funeral. <laughs> <laughs> this this dude me turning into Eagle and hitting those missiles and the Man of Snow arc and like through the second grand treasure. I always had them in my back pocket, I'd say. Um, I can do anything if I've got these queen's sheets. <laughs> it felt like I had the queen's blessing with me. <laughs> they're, like, r- disgusting. Because they've just been in my pack. <laughs> and Zippy throws, throws things in there. Um, and so I go up to the door... And I knock three times really quick and run away and get on the horse and get out of there. <laughs> and you leave. Off screen, some random noble goes, who, who was knocking at the d- 
Ooh. These are downright filthy. Someone throw these out. These are filthy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to return them. <laughs> and we uh, cut back to Norman. You're running through the streets. We'll resolve your thing. I want you to roll. Um, you can decide either performance or persuasion. Okay. Uh... <laughs> 18 plus 13. So 31. Whoa! Are you? Bards, baby. <laughs> what the hell? Am I gonna have to start making skill check like skill check lines in the thirties? I you hope not. <laughs> I've been doing twenties more, but man, now, geez, I'm back. Okay. I don't know what to say. You're back. Just like the song. I'm back. <laughs> people, people hear you, and the most common message you're hearing is that I never believed that for a second. I trust in the heroes of Orom. And people seem to be extremely unified in their support of you three. And especially after that, anybody who was a doubter is like, maybe people change. They're like, nah, <laughs> not those. Three. This guy says so. I believe it. They're very persuasive. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I head back. And then we cut back to Darius. Actually, can I buy two health potions before I go back? Yeah, you can buy that. <laughs> nice, cool. I'll I'll take the math. I'll do the math on that. Yeah, take the take the gold out of your st- out of your inventory. Darian, you're walking through the bakery, and Jesse just says, "You can go behind back. He's just working." Thanks. I'll uh, I'll do that. You go through the like curtains into the back room where you know they prepare the baked goods. There's like you know a little center table where you see the back of Gallard, and he's just kneading dough. And by kneading dough, I mean he's like slamming it. You just hear like, poof, poof, and he's like punching and like rolling it, flipping it, slamming it, punching it, and then like you can see every time just like a poof of flour and stuff goes everywhere. Hey, uh, Gallard, do you have a minute? He doesn't respond. He just... Gallard, did you, um... Did you get my message? And he stops and... Lays the dough out. Darian. I should have been there. I go over and put my arm around him. He was my brother. Yeah. It's okay. All I can think is about the last fight we had. The last time I saw him. He changed, but... He was still my brother in there. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And he was, um... And he was my father. For better or worse... Sorry, um, the message had to come that way, but I just thought, I just thought you really deserved to know that Paige was the, Paige was the fastest way I could get that message to you. It's fine. I just wish I could have done better. We, we did so much together. Yeah. Hopping from planes to planes. 
trying to find out the lore and, and discover, you know, what made Elodgins what they are and, and our heritage as elves. Yeah. I couldn't believe it either when I found out. He was probably the most powerful person I knew. You and me both. You know, for all his stubbornness and stupidity and annoyingly quick-wittedness, he... He always cared so much. Yeah. I hope you experience that side of him. You know, I... Even if it doesn't seem like it, (laughs) he cares. I know that now. I uh, did not appreciate it at the time. I was a bit of an asshole as a son. Um, But I can look back on it now, and I can see a lot of the good he did. But I also... I still fear for what might have been the cause. I didn't get a chance to communicate it through Paige, but he was executed. He was executed as a traitor. The the allegations were that he is the one who opened the the gate for the Mechanos to come through into the Feywild the first time. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know he did have connection with the Mechanos. I've met some of them. But, to be honest, I don't know fully what's true. I don't know... I don't know if everything's as it seems, with how that all happened. There's still a lot of unanswered questions, and I want you to know I'm I'm going to do everything I can to find those answers. And as soon as I have them, I'll let you know, okay? Darian. And he wipes a tear away, and he's like, Darian, you should understand that those rumors are true. He opened that portal. I was there. That's why I left. I'm sure he regretted it because I heard about the aftermath, but he did open it. You. So many people died because of that. well. I swear he meant well. And I I get what you're saying. I thought it was playing with fire. How could he have meant well? What was the goal? Well. He needed it to get to that tree of seven. that, That grand treasure. Wait. The tree of seven is a grand treasure? Yes. Why did... If I had to date it, I would say... It could be... 
one of the first ones ever found, but... So... So, so the, so the Archfey who came from the tree, are they just... Are they just Fey who found it? Darian, I should speak up. Sometimes I forget you're what here. The hell is, what the hell is that? Honestly, too long to explain. Um, Drakengragas, a uh, powerful evil sorcerer, now a fish, and kind of my mentor. Nice to make your acquaintance. And he, like, rolls his fin and bows. Like, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I should speak up. We're t- kind of talking on my subject of expertise. Your uncle's right. It's kind of a grand treasure. You knew? I mean, I didn't know completely. But, yeah. You failed to mention that before. Thank you. Well, you didn't necessarily ask. And I thought it'd be a little too much for you. But, you see, grand treasures are not just of Ohm and this plane. They're everywhere. You don't know who could already have one wielded. Felix is the most obvious, but I suspect might even that Lou character might have one. So there's more than two that have been found already that we just... we just never really knew. Almost definitely. You can see why we need to find one now. Well, yeah, we're... It seems we're entering into an arena of grand treasures. How are we supposed to hold up without one? Well, that's why you have me. I'm kind of a grand treasure. I'm pretty grand, don't you think? Why is he a fish? Why is he a fish? Hey, you love fish. Stop. Don't lie to yourself. He, honestly, he chooses <laughs> to be a fish, apparently... I don't understand it. You make it sound like I can go back and f- I am a fish permanently. Okay, well... Okay, yeah. You do choose the fish life. And you love it. Okay? Jeez. Okay. Uh... Okay. Then I think it's just... There's still a lot more there to unpack, but... Hold on, so you said he wanted to get to the tree. Is it because he was trying to become an Archfey himself? That's. And so he made a deal with the Mechanos. To get there. Yes. He needed a boost. He needed the support. He needed their strength. Because he knew if he took some Fey person, or even an elf, or me, at some point he thought they'd betray him, try and take it. He needed. Someone who was completely uninterested and unable to become an Archfey in the Mechanos were the perfect candidates. So Fey and kind of Fey-like beings like the elves were all candidates to become Archfey if we make it to the tree. Yes, but there can only be seven Archfey at a time. And I think you might know why else he needed the Mechanos. So it's true, then. He used them to kill Ichabod. The Archfey of the Harvest. So he murdered an Archfey to become one himself. 
and then has this whole change of heart to 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 protect them all and to stop the mechanos what is how does that make any sense he saw the archfey as broken and flawed and doing more harm than good so he needed to get on their level because he thought that weak people can't do anything he can't influence the world in whatever current state he was he needed to get power to balance the playing field amongst the Archfey. And once he was at their level, then he could do what he wanted. And you helped him do this? I didn't help him. I left. I told him... You let... That he shouldn't do it. That he should just try with his own strength and get stronger on his own. Find the tree on his own if he wanted it that badly. He took a shortcut... You're just as guilty for letting him open the gate, though. You stood by. You said you were there. I know. You knew his intentions. And you stood by and you watched it happen. I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm not asking for you to think better of me. I'm just trying to tell you what happened. What else happened? Tell me everything. And he continues to go on and fill you in on basically their journeys through the plains. And the most relevant information is that uh, they found on their planar journey hints that, you know, Grand Treasures were in other places. And once they got to the Feywild, they learned of the Tree of Seven. And basically, that's where you go to become an Archfey and, you know, all the other rules. So there wasn't really too much new information. He just gave more context to him and his dad's journey. But after that, he looks at you and says, Darian, I've been thinking over the past day and I'm going to head back. Not now. I need to get things in order and make sure Jesse's okay and the kids are okay, but when I'm ready, I'm going to head back. And this is an open invitation for you to join me. Darian, 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 Darian. <laughs> I'm not going to sway you or, or maybe encourage you in anything, but I, I just think, whoa, we should listen. Listen is a good skill. Remember, mentoring, listen. Dragon rule number one, listen first. Darian stands up from the table. Presuming they're kind of sitting at a table if it's been a long discussion. Um, stands up, kind of walks to the door. And just kind of turns to Gallard and... Look, when the time comes, I'll go with you. But... I'm not coming back for a while. And don't reach out. Fair enough. Goodbye, Gallard. Goodbye, Darian. Darian, but listen, 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 it's not be too dramatic. I mean, I mean, he's sure he knows how to get there. Look, we're going to go with him. Like, kind of, we've walked out of the room at this point. I just want to say, look, no, we'll go with him. Yeah. But I don't know if I can forgive him for what he's done. He's the cause and part of the cause of thousands, thousands dead, hundreds of thousands can't just forgive that. 
so easily. We'll go when the time comes because I'm not going for him. I'm going for the people there. But until that time comes, I don't know if I can come back to this shop. Fine. I'll be patient. But we're just gonna work on you. Next season, we're gonna do some sweet mentoring. <laughs> we're gonna do some, like, Jackie Chan, like, like Karate Kid. Jackie Chan wasn't in Karate Kid. But I'm saying you're gonna become like Jackie Chan in Karate Kid, like, wax on, Wasn't wax he off. in, like, the reboot of Karate Kid? Yes, but I... You think I'm referencing the new Karate Kid? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, give me okay, some credit, I, um, kid. Walking out of the shop, uh, do I see Jezzy? You do. And she's just, like, putting new donuts in trays. I uh, walk over to Jezzy and I uh, just say, Hey, Jezzy, I, uh... Sorry, I, sorry I gotta run so soon. I uh, just gotta go, you know, with a few other things. But it was, it was really good to see you. And I uh, give her a hug. It was good to see you too, Darian. Hey... Here's some donuts for the road. Dozen. And some of your favorites. Uh, thanks. Bring them to the other guys. I will do. Thanks again. See you later. And you leave with the donuts. And you're outside in the street. And Bradley's chasing Paige around. And like, come on, I'm not that wet. Just give me, uh, come on. I just want to hang out, you know? Like, just give me a chance. And Paige is like, Bradley, we've been through this. You have Tuesdays and Thursdays. The West, you can't talk to me. <laughs> But I'm lonely! And then Zippy, you come riding up, and Normandy, you ride up at the same time, and Paige sees you, Zippy, and goes, Oh, well, 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 well. If it isn't the furball, I could say so much to you right now that would blow your freaking mind. <laughs> I've seen things you wouldn't even believe. I feel like I could say things that would blow your mind, such as this word, quabla. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Blowed your mind yet? <laughs> um, you know that like daily like uh, thing I can do because my circle of dreams where I turn it like I make a bubble and everything. Yep. And no one can hear me or see me. I just create that around my horse right now. You create the illusion and you just... And she's like... And she looks at, like, Bradley and, and Marley and looks at Darian and Norman. And is like... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, just... Oh and I'm just crying in the bubble. <laughs> Why is she like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darian, Norman, wait... Did I just insult him out of existence? You honestly, you might have. You really might have. Um, My words are powerful. <laughs> anyway, we gotta go, Paige, but it was really good to see you, and I mean, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll see you in my dreams. Weird, weirdly enough. Yeah, I guess see you there. Have a good trip. Where are we going? Whatever you're doing. And Marley just signs, like, have a good trip. And uh, Bradley just goes, guys... Do you got any advice for me? Boys are yucky. I'm on Paige's team. All right. See you later. And Paige just goes, yes. And Bradley's like, ah, why? And you guys 
ride off and Zippy invisibly is following, I imagine. No, it's not, it, the, the bubble doesn't move. I would literally just like I appear and just riding again. <laughs> you appear zipping back and Paige just goes, <gasps> I didn't say he could return. And, and you go riding off. You guys make it back to the ship and you land underneath the cabin. You put the horses up. You have a little table underneath where you do most of your like planning. You have the giant world map there. You're all sitting there. James is there. So, boys, that's been an adventure so far. And I personally would like to resign. And Nogurt cuts in and goes, Yeah, this is so much fun. I, I can't wait for the next, right? 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 Uh, James, can't you wait for the next part? Resigning to my quarters. <laughs> I'm going to just go there. Okay, I can't say no to you, Yogurt. He leaves. And Yogurt's like, I can't wait for what's next what my journey will be. I've got a lot of thinking to do, guys. And Pepper lands on the table and goes, Kotogo Shigata! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Nom, 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 nom. And they're doing a little dance, and Zippy can tell they're like, give me some food! Food, 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 food. <laughs> wow, Draconic is really atonal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... For kind of the sake of brevity here... I want to say I fill the guys in on the grand treasure revelations uh, about how the tree of seven is potentially a grand treasure that you know other grand treasures have been found that that's all kind of been a thing but I'm going to withhold the information about um, my dad and uh, the other stuff there but just the revelation that, that there's more grand treasures at play Lou probably has one and yeah, just to communicate all that to lead up to. And so, I think the only way we're going to be able to compare or to contend with any of this is we really need to find our own. It's the only way we're going to be able to compete. Well, the, there are two options that I see, and really only one. And I, I, I don't know who has the piano key, but if it's on the table, I'm going to gesture towards it. I'm going to say... We need at least the other piano key that's in the deep in order to pursue this one further, but unfortunately it's in the hands of someone that we're just not ready to face. And I don't even know of a way to get to the deep uh, while bringing all of us together alive. Um, I think our clearest path forward, if I may, is we still have the journal, and now we have the name. So I think... Uh, if you guys are on board, I think we should make our way to Leek's Garden. Let's finally get this book translated. I'll go wherever the adventure is. Okay. Are you in, Norman? Yeah, count me in. Don't die this time. <laughs> Don't stay on the sh- Yep, alright. Well, I, uh... I think we have our destination then. Hey, guys. Yogurt cuts in. How about we set off on this voyage to Leek's Garden with a little teammate? And he puts his hand in the center. Oh. I put my hand in. I put mine in as well. Pepper puts theirs in. James comes back and goes, fine. And puts their hand in. Draken gestures their arm towards the side of the fishbowl sneakily. Um, well, that's oddly supportive. 
you hear the horses in the background neighing, and uh, you all go. I put my hand on top. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Teammates. And cut. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Norman, you're checking the balloons, tying it. Darian, you have a telescope looking out the front end of the Sparrow. Zippy, you're behind the wheel. And you grab the lever and go... The engines go. And you can hear air bursting out the exhaust pipes at the back. And and it lifts up from uh, the ruined mansion area where you parked it. It It raises up. And you point it towards the jungle lands of Leek's Garden. And click! And that's where we're going to end the season. Just one more problem for the pile. Angelica, if I had to guess what would happen today, getting attacked by a literal demon was pretty low on the list. But always something unexpected. I'm going to have to get a new suit now. This one's all tired. Put that on the list as well. And, uh, you can bring them in now. Yes, sir. Right away. Oh, come on now. No need to be so bitter just because I got the upper hand on you. Just because you've been around since the creation of this world doesn't mean you've seen all the tricks there are. (laughs) You just gotta love that good old mortal creativity, don't you, Karen? When you live as long as you do, I feel like you can get, you know, a little stagnant. We'll see if I... Stop your rambling. You owe me some answers. How did you remove my flower? There isn't any star metal on you, and even if there was, I'd see its outline on your neck. How the hell did you put its power in those pills? You don't have enough life force to share that many flowers. Okay, well, you see, when you've been in the business world as long as me, you realize there are loopholes everywhere. 
Even your impenetrable flowers have. And what about Gilbert? How could you do that to him? He mentored you like you were his son. Now don't twist the story. He betrayed me first. He was supposed to be helping me secure the election in Orem. After killing the king there. But instead he decided to join those three and go looking for more grand treasures. He's a fanatic who didn't truly believe in my vision. He just wanted to use me to get ahead and find more power. Or maybe Gilbert just saw through your childish ideals. Oh, are they childish now? <laughs> do you, listen, Karen. Do, do you want the people of this world? To suffer. Save me your speech. No, you will listen to it. You're a failure. Oh, am I? Okay. Because of all your shortcomings in every area, you can't stand that others are just simply better than you. This is pathetic, Karen. You just can't admit you have wasted your life. You didn't work hard like others, like Felix. You can't achieve anything by legitimate means because you are weak. That's why you needed my flower. Okay, shut up! (laughs) Your skin is so easy to get under. You're worthless, piece of... (laughs) Yes, I am so worthless. You must be even less than that, then, since you are right now bowing before me on your knees. I'll show you just how much of a waste of space slag... I'll show you just how much a waste of space like me can do, Karen. Let me demonstrate my power on your wild card of an ally here. Leave him out of this. (laughs) Oh, oh, big talk until your precious flower children are under attack. Where was that consideration when we were connected, huh, Karen? Anyways, little fella, what's your name? Paul? Was it Peter? Come on. Say something. I... (coughs) Do not speak to tall ones. Whose hearts are so small. What? Who? Who talks like that? Well, listen. I don't know how you got roped up in this mess. But I want you to know that I forgive you. No harm done. I know we've never met, so I'm sure you just helped with my assassination attempt. Just for your own gain or whatever maybe Karen offered you, but... I want you to know that whatever it was you were after or what you thought you could gain... I could give you more. I can help you achieve your dreams. Do you have anything in your life that you would do anything to get? Any goals you want to achieve? The bullet pill, the bullet pill, and I can make it happen. Well, I, I, Peterson, don't listen to that snake. He's okay now. Don't let anyone speak for you, Peterson. So what do you say? 
Is there anything I could help you with? Hatted one. I, I had a tribe. Oh, perfect. You probably want your tribe to expand or something, or reach farther corners of the world, or maybe the opposite, and be isolated somewhere safe and feel comfortable where they will never have to worry for their lives again. They perished in an unfortunate end because of my own foolish pursuits. I I killed them. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe you wish to lose your memories of your time spent with those people so that you don't carry the burden of... <coughs> they were my family. And because of my foolish actions, I summoned a being. A monster. Oh, well, uh, maybe... That monster has been hunting me. Ever since. Oh, I see. So, oh, so, so, you want me to get this monster of your back? Well, that's more than doable. If that's your goal, like, we can work together and... I did one. You... <coughs> you are a gonzoink. Uh, oh, uh, it... Thank you. It's kind of you to say, I, I think. Well, a gonzoink is what we call the slugs that feed on the fecal matter from our tribe's communal dumping hole. All right, all right. Well, just as corrupt as the rabbit, I see. You, you intend to hunt my friends just as I have been hunted. Well... If there is one mistake, I will not repeat. It's jeopardizing another tribe. All right. Well, let's just give you the bullet by force. And then maybe you will talk to me with some respect. And maybe then you'll also see the error in your ways. Ancestors guide me. Ancestors give me the power. Ikanaku ikanapaka. In East Atakatara Uakanapaku. Ikamboka. Ana ikogarombaka. Inanapoka. Radio ancestors, all you want. This will just take a moment. Metilius! You have been looking for me. Well, today is the day your quest ends. Here I am. I summon thee. Come on, don't breathe on the suit. Okay. Now I'm pissed. <laughs>